Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Plant. He has an incredible plan for your life, and, and our job as pastors to help you discover that, you know, help you seek the Lord about it, and, and then help equip you to, to go and do it. That's what we're here for. And, and it's, it's crucial if you and I want to live wisely, if we want to live fruitfully, productively, between here and heaven, we have to know the, the Scriptures. We have to know what the Bible says, and we have to work on putting those things into practice. It's possible to know Scripture inside and out, to be full of knowledge of who God is, but to not really know Him. As Pastor Robert continues our study of the book of Hebrews, he will remind you that God desires intimate relationship, not just head knowledge. Until you let His words invade and change your heart, you're missing the whole point of the gospel. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 3 with today's message. We've been working our way through the New Testament scriptures together and find ourselves in this letter to the Hebrews, as it's called. And, uh, you know, the idea being that this was originally written as a letter from a, um, a Jewish Christian to other Jewish Christians. But um, as we look at it, we're going we're gonna to consider three things from this passage and, and talk about them. They're, all three of them are focused on knowing the Lord Jesus. Growing up, I, I grew up in a church, going to church every week, and it's not until I was in my mid-20s that I realized I knew a lot about Jesus but it registered with me that I didn't actually know Jesus and that there's a difference between the two, that it's possible to know about him and not know him. So this passage really begins, you know, it really deals with knowing him personally. Look at it with me. Verse 7, Hebrews chapter 3, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our confidence, steadfast to the end. While it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with all who sinned? 
whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Now, stop right there. We're going to look at this just a little bit. Verse 7, he repeats it, but verse 7, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you'll hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Now, he's quoting directly from Psalm 95, the 95th Psalm. So we have the New Testament quoting from the Old Testament and attributing it to the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing that I want you to notice. First point of three is that God speaks to us through his book. God is speaking through the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 6, 16, 2 Timothy 3:16 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, we call the Bible the word of God because as the apostle Paul said in that letter to Timothy, it's God breathed. It's inspired. That's literally what the wording was. It's God breathed. This is, this is God giving us instruction. It's God offering to us enlightenment, correction. He's, he's, he's offering us, um, his leadership, his involvement in, in our lives. And, and because we see that the scriptures are God breathed, inspired by God. They're the word of God. It means we can rely on every word. We can trust it. Can't always trust the people who are delivering it. You understand? We have to be careful about that. We have to be wise about that. You know, I remember one guy, um, somebody who impacted my life a few years ago, one of the Calvary Chapel pastors out in Oregon was teaching at a pastor's conference, and he pointed out that, you know, God says concerning his word that it's living and active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword, and it always accomplishes that for which he sends it forth right? God's word is powerful. It always accomplishes everything he sends it forth to accomplish. But here's the thing. God didn't say that about my words about his word. You see the difference? My words about his word. Well, you know what? I'm human. I make mistakes. Sometimes I'll tell you it's from the gospel of John. And then I look at it later. It's like, oh, it was actually from first John. Or or, you understand? Sometimes there, there can be little things. You, you need to always remember I'm human. I'm just Robert. Study the Bible because the Bible is reliable. The Bible is God's word. My words about his word, I try to be accurate. I try to do a good job. I try to be faithful to him and faithful to you in in teaching. But listen, I'm just a kid from Georgia trying to teach the Bible. You understand? You need to read the book. You yourself, you need to know what the Bible says. You and I cannot be thoroughly equipped for every good work apart from knowing the Scriptures and applying the Scriptures in our day-to-day lives. It's it's not enough to know the the Word of God if you're not doing what the Word of God says. We have to actually put it into practice. We have to trust it and put it into practice. That's why we focus on studying it so diligently. You know, the Bible says that, that we who are pastors, we who have been given that responsibility, that we are here to equip the body of Christ for the work of the ministry. Our job, see, our responsibility, my responsibility is to help you identify the things that God has for you to do in this life and then help equip you to do those things. You see that? God has great plans. He has an incredible plan for your life. And and our job as pastors to help you discover that, you know, help you seek the Lord about it and and then help equip you to, to go and do it. That's what we're here for.
And it's, it's crucial. If you and I want to live wisely, if we want to live fruitfully, productively, between here and heaven, we have to know the, the Scriptures. We have to know what the Bible says. We have to work on putting those things into practice. The second thing I want to bring your attention to is the Lord's exhortation here in that same verse, and it's continuing in the, in the same line here. He says, if you would hear His voice. If you would hear His voice today, don't harden your hearts like they did during the rebellion. You know, many teachers and preachers today... You know, they, they say that, well, God has already spoken. That should be enough. He stopped speaking. You know, we've got the Bible. He's not, he's not talking to people anymore. He's not speaking to people directly anymore. He spoke in the Word. He wrote it down. That's it. We have the canon of Scripture. So he stopped talking. Well, why would he do that? Why would he do that? That's my question. I mean, really, why would he just stop talking? He still has a mouth. He's still able to talk. He's still able to communicate. So why would he stop? Talking. If God really wants a relationship with us, and He clearly does, we saw in Hebrews chapter 2, that's why He became a man. That's one of the reasons He tells us that He, you know, He, He became a brother to us. He became one of us. He wants you to know Him personally. If He wants that kind of relationship with you, then why in the world would He stop speaking? I mean, that would be like me writing a whole bunch of letters to my children, you know, when they're five, six years old, you know, I, I write up a big batch of letters and wrap them all up with, a, you know, put a bow on them and deliver them to, you know, to, to my kids when they're six or seven years old and, and then say, okay, listen, um, up to now, I've been talking with you and everything, but now I've, I've written it all down. Everything you could ever possibly want to know is in these letters. So I'm not going to talk to you anymore ever again. If you got a question, go back and reread the letters. We're done. See ya. What kind of relationship would that build? No relationship at all, right? No, I mean, they, they don't want just information. My children want more than information from me. God wants you to receive a lot more than just information. No, it's a hard thing. He wants you to know Him. He wants, he wants there to be relationship. Just like I, I want relationship with my children. You know, the Bible over and over and over again tells us how much more. If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, He says... How much more? Your Father in heaven. If, if, if I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mess. I'm imperfect. I've got problems. I've got issues. He's still working in my life. But I know how to have a relationship with my children. Well, if I know how to have a relationship, if I desire that kind of interaction, if, if I want to know their hearts and I want them to know my heart, how much more? Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we, talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together, um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and, and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, mainthingradio.com. 
Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.